All right, well, a couple of more notes here on the fallout from the debate in Nevada. The, the caucuses happen Saturday in Nevada, and they're hoping not to have a repeat of what happened in Iowa. Same companies involved, by the way. Uh, but the Nevada caucus is coming Saturday. Expect Bernie Sanders to win. I do. And then South Carolina primary a week later. We'll see what happens. So a couple of final thoughts on all of this uh, before we wrap it up. Uh, first with Matt Gates, the congressman from Florida. What on The View yesterday? I, do, I don't know why he, he does this, except it must be very entertaining for him. I would think it is. You know, you're going right into the hornet's nest of the enemy. Uh, there's nobody there that's on your side. So here's Matt Gates on The View. Uh, just kind of taking a look around and seeing what people are wearing, kind of doing a little fashion check, you know. Hey, ladies, what are you wearing? Whoa. Nice looking outfit you got. Why, why are you wearing that? Bite number nine with Matt Gates. Bite nine. Go. <laughs> Matt Gates. I do watch you guys make news every week. Every so day. We are the big political show. I was just wondering if you were wearing black as a consequence of like the death of the political left in the debate last night. It was <laughs> quite something to observe. Uh, you know, don't count the, the dead yet. The bodies. <laughs> Let's give it a little time before we count. Well, Joe Biden, at least. I mean, I was hoping that maybe Whoopi's bell could wake up the Biden campaign. But it did not. He he did his best. I mean, come on. He's in a hostile place. They're not going to laugh at his jokes. Uh, he's having some fun there. All right, so finally Van Jones. Our last thought on this for, for a bit here. Van Jones, CNN's far-left commentator, uh, gives the final eulogy on Mike Bloomberg's debate performance in Las Vegas. Um, and I think he sums it up quite well. It's bite number eight from Van Jones. Bite eight. Go. This was a disaster. Uh, for Bloomberg. Uh, Bloomberg went in as the Titanic, billion-dollar machine Titanic. Titanic meet iceberg Elizabeth Warren. She (laughs) took him to task in a way that I've never seen in a debate. She she took took it over. She prosecuted him. But the worst part about it is, for me, a lot of African Americans are placing great hope in Bloomberg. Despite the, the stop and frisk and all that sort of stuff, you're seeing people trying to move over there and he just wasn't ready. He was tone deaf on issue after issue. And the reason why, he's not been in those living rooms. He hasn't been doing those town halls. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know. Turbo, attacking people for, oh, I have too much money for turbo, turbo tax? This is a great answer? A lot of people watching use turbo tax. A lot of people watching use, yeah, they're called um, middle class Americans. It's called the real world. Yeah. At any rate, uh, enough on that for now. Uh, if you missed it, Roger Stone. Sentenced to 40 months in jail, but it's been put on hold by the judge there. It's been put on hold because she is still deciding if the open partisanship, anti-Trump, anti-Stone bias of the jury forewoman is reason enough to call for a new trial. And of course it is. In the real world, it would be. But there you go. Here's a couple more things for you to to catch up on as we um, continue to pull this together. The show, that is. Eric Holder tells a journalist, Paul Sperry, to shut the hell up about prosecutor in the Andrew McCabe probe. The former attorney general, who, and by the way, I mentioned this because it's important uh, 
because everybody's been clamoring on the left and on the mainstream media about the bias of Bill Barr, how political Bill Barr is, right? Eric Holder was the most biased partisan attorney general of my lifetime, I believe. Only because, well, I mean, only because Bobby Kennedy, you know, was out just before I got there. But the fact of the matter is, Eric Holder was the most biased prosecutor of my lifetime. He was, as he put it, Barack Obama's wingman. And he comes out and he weighs in on matters now, criticizing Bill Barr for being too political. Really? Eric, you must be kidding. But on Twitter Wednesday, he he attacked journalist Paul Sperry, told him he should shut the hell up about federal prosecutor Molly Gaston's donations to former President Barack Obama. Sperry tweeted that Gaston, an assistant U.S. attorney in Washington, had signed off on the letter informing the attorney for former FBI Deputy Director Andy McCabe that the government would not pursue charges against him. Spray tweeted that Gaston is a Democrat who's given thousands to Dems, including Obama, who once worked for the Dem side of the House Oversight and whose mother worked for the Washington Post. Holder tweeted, why don't you shut the hell up? Your bias is showing. I bet you've never been a prosecutor or have any idea how DOJ works. People like you who want to use the justice system for political reasons are both dangerous and ignorant. The case was, like you, an obvious loser. This comes from a guy who was part of the weaponizing of the IRS under Barack Obama, a guy who was Barack Obama's wingman, and he has the gall to criticize a guy for pointing out clear bias in a case that matters. Well, in the spirit of Nancy Pelosi, that's what I'll do with that. All right. Let's see here. Okay. Maybe this is why, little side here on a Friday, Maybe this is why the Browns cannot win football games. Cleveland's been as abysmal in football as the Detroit Lions have been for, well, my entire life. One of the players on there, Gregory Robinson, has been arrested because he was in possession of 157 pounds of marijuana. Now, who am I to say? Maybe it's for personal use, right, Jeffy? I mean, maybe that's personal use. 157 pounds in the rental car. Yeah, uh, Robinson and and Wakan Bray charged in a federal complaint with conspiracy to possess an intent to distribute marijuana and possession with intent to distribute the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Western District of Texas, said in a news release. They could face 20 years in federal prison. Hey, listen, he's a big man. He might have a big bong. Relax. 25 after, it's the Steve Gerber Show.